Hello and welcome to the next episode of Fangirls of Footy Podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Amy. Uh, Brody can sadly not be with us today because she's off being important elsewhere, but we'll be back next week. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the amazing feature of club songs in the oh. AFL and sort of what they mean to us and what they mean to supporters in How general. How weird it is that we even sing club it songs. It is so weird that... It's a great ritual. It is a great but ritual, but it's an odd thing <laughs> that we watch this game of sport and then we all stand up and we go. We have a sing. And sing along to these marching band songs. Love. It's very cultured. It is very cultured. <laughs> um, and we'll also be joined by uh, my very good friend, Roscoe Elliott, who actually wrote a club song. He did. Uh, it's a very interesting conversation. We'll it hear is. about that and more. And we some debate maybe over who, what club has the best song. There is no debate. There's actually no argument, Sarah. It is the Tag song and everyone knows it. I actually feel like GWS, I've got a soft spot for their weird Russian Cossack song. So do I. It's like a Russian polka song. It's great. But I did read somewhere that the guy that wrote it, I think he's in the Cat Empire, he actually used ours as inspiration. So there you go. Just like that Spice Girls song, When Two Become One, you know? There's a big, big sound from the west of the town. It's the sound of the mighty giants. The biggest controversy at the start of this year, I think, was when, or one of the bigger controversies anyway, was when uh, the AFL just sent out this memo to some media saying that a bunch of clubs had requested to have their songs, their club songs, re-recorded for various reasons. Was it a request? I just thought the AFL... Did like a sweeping upgrade. It's 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 kind of hard to tell. I've read different things about it, but from what I think the communication did say that clubs had they had, had some they had talked to some clubs and that clubs wanted to change uh, songs for various reasons. So some clubs had the wrong lyrics recorded in their club song, okay. including Richmond. Uh, other clubs they said had a, an issue with the quality of the song. And okay. They did this kind of sweeping upgrade of the songs, as you said, mm. and except for a few of the clubs. So the newer clubs didn't have to upgrade, being Gold Coast, GWS, yeah. Ooh, or possibly Frio, because that one Frio, was done recently. Yeah. Uh, but all the, the way that people responded to this was was insane. Like I it, was one of those insane people. So, because Yeah, you, so tell us what, so why? Well, because for me, the Richmond song obviously it's very close to my heart but you can't hear like I feel like the banjo is quite low in the mix and that's to me one of like the most joyous things about the song okay mate I'm just gonna say you just (laughs) said the banjo is quite low in the mix this is this is what I mean. This is this yeah. is the stuff that makes us weird. Football fans weird. I'm weird anyway but This is is how people responded across (laughs) Australia by saying things like the banjo was low in the mix in the new. You don't hear banjo enough as it is. So, bloody give it its time to shine. Give it its time to shine. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, also a lot of the original recordings had been done by the, what were they called? The um, Finley? Yeah, I've got. I've got the seven inch of the Richmond of one, the and I can see one. it. There yeah. was a bunch of singers though who sang those kind of original seventies um, yeah. ones that were recorded in that really show tune style. I've also got to look clarify this point, but I think I heard on 
radio somewhere that Josh Josh Caddy has a relative that was in that band that recorded the Fable the, Singers. Yeah, I think that he has a relative that was in that. Oh, which I thought was very cool. That is really cool. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I think that yeah, the Fable Singers did recorded yeah. a lot of those in the seventies, and there, that's not the case for all of them. Is there around. like a memorable? time recently for you where you've seen a group of people like sing their club song oh yeah so uh i always think so club songs have resonated in my mind for so many reasons when collingwood were having that run that they were having 2010 the grand final year i was living in richmond and i used to be able to hear as long i used to be able to hear from my house the collingwood chant i know for for a a richmond Richmond supporter supporter. (laughs) especially one at yeah. that time, that wasn't having a very great. It wasn't a great time, experience. was it? But you could also hear the song when they won, like when they won one of their finals yeah. and stuff. And I was at the the uh, prelim that led to their grand, before their grand final, and it was the most extraordinary thing hearing that song. The only thing that ever topped that for me was obviously the Richmond final series last year, particularly the game against GWS, where there was ninety thousand people. That singing the one song, and I don't think I've, I'll ever experience something like that again. I'll definitely never be part of anything like that again. It was quite like totally. It was really overwhelming being part of that crowd. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've even heard ninety thousand people sing in time with one another before. No way. Maybe being in a World Cup, you'd have something similar to that. Yeah. Uh, but even on a smaller level, right? Uh, when Carlton got their first win this year, I was at a pub in uh, North Fitzroy and a bunch of blue supporters came in there like something out of a movie with their arms <laughs> around one another, you know, going, oh, bit boozy, a bit few, boozy. A few tins. Had a few tins. <laughs> and they started singing uh, the blues song. Which That's is, quite a good song when quite, you've had a, a few ales, it, I think. It is, right? It's got a nice, it's, you've, got a, you've got a good baritone. You can get it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't we? Oh, and there's something really manly about it. No moves. <laughs> yeah. But so they came in and they all started singing that together. And I thought, oh, isn't that so sweet the way and weird the way that our sport gives us these moments that we can come mm. together and it be really normal for us to stand in a pub and all just start singing Have with a, a bunch sing. of strangers. Especially a sport that, you know, is kind of built off the back of being quite masculine and it really – has these moments where just like all of that falls away. It's a bit of a gender flip, isn't it? Yeah. Because you have this game where you just watch guys tear each other. Oh, now women as well. Yeah. Of course, tear each other on the field and then they're swinging their arms around. <laughs> as a little kid, it was like now they're all swinging their arms around each yeah, other and these, singing a jolly like a song. jaunty show tune. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Brody, um, who can't be here today, did send a note in and saying it was really cool for her when she watched the Bulldogs AFLW game last year when she realised they had to change the song Sons of the West, West in retrospect to make it Team from the West. Yes. Which is kind but of But then cool. they recorded that version that says Daughters of the West. They did, didn't they? That's yeah, right. and I love that AFLW obviously has taken off, but that song, have you heard it? Uh, no, I haven't heard that it's version quite, of it. The recording is quite jarring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. See, it's, this is unfortunate with the, yeah. the and high mastery. Yeah, and I think they should have stuck with team. Yeah, team's good. Team, people, players. Players of the best. (laughs) I do like the way the women started singing their song in the middle of the ground as well, though. Love it. I thought that was a great tradition. Love it. It's such a good touch. Yeah, and um, I think because we've been so removed from players 
as well, which is, you know, what happens as a game professionalises mm. and it can't be the 80s and we can't run around tapping them all on the bum after yeah. someone kicks mm. a goal anymore. It's very sad. It though. is very sad. <laughs> but it is kind of nice having that moment with the players yeah. as well. Well, especially because I'm always like waiting for that video to be uploaded to like see them sing the song after, especially if it's like someone's first game and like they're in the middle and then, you know, they've all got their Gatorade and they're singing the song and throwing the Gatorade on the players. Like it's totally. And it's if, not, it's nice seeing the little like nuances between each of the players as well. You feel yeah. like you're part of that world for a moment with them. Yeah. Which is in kind of cool. In a creepy way. In a creepy <laughs> way, definitely. I was going to go back really quickly to that. When we saw those these people came in from Carlton. I was with my partner who's a Collingwood supporter. And as the the, the day we were all singing their song, he started singing the, the dodgy version of the blues song, um, which goes something like this. We are the Navy Blues. We're the team that always lose. This is, this is ridiculous. This is what he <laughs> is. It, we're the team that always lets you down. We're the cheaters from Carlton Town. So What's he'd had a few cheating years. reference to? He'd had... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He'd had a few beers and I was mortified. I'm like, what are you doing to get that song? But then I remembered, hey, we sung that when we were kids in the playground. For us it was Navy Poos. Yeah, <laughs> right, okay. Which I think is better than Andrews. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I, it might one-up his. Uh, but, but we know as Tiger supporters we had the um, – oh, we finished ninth again. We finished again. ninth again. That is like, – I think I, there was but a you know while – If that's all you got – Bring it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was more stinging than Navy Poos. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. It, well, it's amazing how Zen a premiership can make you, you know. This is <laughs> just years of pain <laughs> washed away. This is true. But a couple of the songs also that weren't recorded, as we said, one of the songs that wasn't re-recorded last year and that people weren't up in arms about was the Gold Coast songs. Sun, Gold Coast Sun's <laughs> song. Sorry, i got to get that one right. And we're about to meet the man that wrote that song. So we're joined now by my dear, dear friend, Roscoe Elliott, who plays music under Spike the River, is a fellow old bar unicorn in pub footy and all-round legend who also penned the Gold Coast Suns theme song. This song that we're listening to right now, Roscoe. Hello, hello. How are we? Uh, Welcome to the potty. It's so lovely to have you here. Thank you. I was totally surprised when we were talking about club songs last week, just chatting off, you know, off the cuff as we do about these things. And Amy turned around and said, you know that my mate Roscoe wrote the Gold Coast theme song and I could not believe it. How does someone come to write a theme song for a football club? It still spins me out because it just came apart just so... Well, it was basically I knew when Gold Coast first got their licence, I knew they obviously didn't have a song. And um, I just took a major punt and I just thought, well, they don't have a song. I'm going to record a demo and spend a couple of grand on that and just send it to the AFL. No way. And then, so I did that, sent that to the AFL, didn't hear anything for three months. And I was like, well, I just lost about a couple of grand for that. <laughs> and then I get this one email from the AFL going, um, Roscoe, we love your song. We'd love you to donate it to the AFL as a sense of pride of having a club song. It's like, donate it, turn it up. 
Don't, don't. The richest sporting organisation yeah. in Australia. You want me to donate it? Wow. Well, I didn't even know that story. Yeah, no, and it keeps going. So it gets more of a so stitch up So you had no tip-off, no, like... No, just... Just, just saw an opportunity, that. went I, for it. I really don't know what kind of mind, just to back paddle a little bit, goes, there's a new club, they need a song, I'm the man for this. Like what gave <laughs> you this sense of confidence that you could write a song and that you had a chance? I don't you know. Met this guy? Just a mad... <laughs> Fair call. I, yeah, I am a nutcase and I <laughs> take things to extremes, so I just kind of... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that was going through my head. I just at the time, you know, I've always been a Mad Hawks fan and just was getting more and more into footy. Um, I think it was, when did they first start? 2010, was it? I don't know. I'm going to say that's okay. right. But yeah, so when, so when I wrote back to the AFL and said, hey, you're taking the piss, I'm not going to do it for free, they said, all right, we're going to find someone else. And then they got, um, they put out a call out on the internet and put, got like about 200 songwriters around Australia to send in their stuff. And then they still came back to me and said, okay, wait, let's talk. And then I had to get music lawyers and go and sit down at the AFL and just, Sick. yeah, chat to them. And then, yeah. So it was 2011. I just Googled that while we were talking. <laughs> so the AFL come back to you and go, okay, your song is the best out of all these other people who have entered. Yeah. How do you even know where to begin for how much to well, sell I a didn't, song? But that's for. the thing I didn't know. Um, and I had to... Get a music lawyer, and basically, I settled for um, way less than what it's worth. Like, if it's, if a club is going to own a you know a song for life, you know, if I did that mm. in America, I'd have about sixty jet skis right now and yeah. ten houses. But do you get like royalties or yeah, anything? Yeah, I get a hundred percent of royalties for the rest of my life because I wrote every part of it. Oh, so they need to start winning more games so that Absolutely. you can get rich. It's a stitch up how bad they are and they just get progressively worse and then you have, they give a little hint of, oh, yeah, no, nah, oh, no. Nah. And then it's just... Also, there's talk of there's talk of merging them with Tazzy. You know, fans want to merge them. Is it really? Them. I think it's all just fans getting a bit oh, angry be... about new clubs. That'd However, be the... that'd be unfortunate for you, wouldn't it? It'd be the final stitch Maybe up of them merging. Maybe you should start writing then... some songs yeah. now just in case. The Tazzy Sons. So yeah. let's go back to the first stage of this whole thing. When you sit down and think, oh, I want to write a club song, you barrack for Hawthorne. Hawthorne have a really distinctive song, one of the best, one of the better, not as good as Tigers, but a no really way. good but yeah. a really good club song. Do you listen to all do you sit down and listen to all the club songs in existence and try and work out what the best bits are? How do you how does this formulate in your brain? Um so I wrote it on piano and I started with like because if this is the start of the song. It's got this um, trumpet bit. So I just tried to, instead of write, yeah, as, as I was writing on piano, I just changed the whole piano sounds to a basically a, a brass section, and then they just went off one like it's going, duh, 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 and which is, yeah. So that and from that, I just kind of, I don't know, just gathered a bit of momentum and just, I don't know, it just came together, and I that it's weird like they play that trumpet sound which is, you know, just something I wrote on the keyboard at home after every goal that Gold Coast kick. So that still spins me out. And then I'm just like, oh. yeah. So when they kick a goal, it goes, da, 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 and, Oh, my yeah. God, I had no idea. So you get, do you get any royalties Well, I need that? to suss that out. I don't, know if that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's been lodged with APRA, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about the lyrics? Because the lyrics have always been controversial in footy songs in that uh, we've been singing the wrong you know, we've been singing the wrong lyrics in the Tigers skin. song for years. Uh, Collingwood sings the wrong lyrics as well. We've all got kind of got tw- 
tweaks to our songs that have been made over the years. How do you sit down and go, all right, what do I want? What do I imagine the spirit of the Gold Coast to be? So at that time, Gold Coast weren't the Gold Coast Suns. And when I sent them the song with those lyrics, like, we are the sons of the Gold Coast guy, like, I called them the Gold Coast Suns. And then they were going to be the lifeguard and the sharks and stuff. Yeah. And then it all of a sudden came out, like, six months later that they were called the Gold Coast Suns. I was like, hey, hold on a second. Did I maybe do that? I you named know. them. But... Um, and also, yeah, with the lyrics, um, there's also one line in it that I didn't write because when I sent them all the lyrics, I had um, fight, fight, fight till we hold up the cup or something. And then the next line was run, we will never give in. And, like, they wanted the players at the time to have some input. So all the players got together and said, oh, we want to write one lyric of the track or whatever. And what they came Went back with We're on, like, a band is, camp for AFL <laughs> <Yeah>. players. Absolutely. <laughs> And what they came back was the most, most naff bit. They were like, run, run, run all the way. I was like, oh, oh never, put it, never put it Jeez. in hand. Stay in your lane, AFL players. Stay in your lane. I love my footballers, but the one thing they don't have is very good taste in music. Well, that's not strictly true. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come yeah, well, on. <laughs> I've just been seeing they've brought in these um, new game day playlists where the which are, well, at Richmond games anyway, where a player gets to choose the playlist for the game, and they have, there's usually five songs, and obviously they can't be kind of explicit or anything. But I've just been really shocked by the taste the, of some of the players. Oh, what oh, have look, they? What have Josh they put up Caddy, there? Caddy, Dire Straits. Come Oof. on, I've got to say, Caddy had a great. Had, it was vintage. He had three out of five. Yeah, that was wow, amazing. Yeah, who Fleetwood, Mac. Fleetwood Mac, Dire Straits, yeah. Paul Kelly. You've got to say, he was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> so the players come back with these lyrics and you go... I'm well, I just had to say yes to it. I just had okay. to say, okay, I'll put in run, run, run all the way. Cool. But I just had fight, fight, fight. So I thought it was naff to have run, run, run afterwards. So, But I just had to say, yep, cool idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then what happens? So when you, you, so you sell them the song... You have that negotiation. Do you actually sit down in some giant boardroom and sign bits of paper? Is it really official or is it quite boring and you're just emailing each other back and forth? No, yeah, it was It was pretty weird, the whole process, because I had one manager that I was in touch with and, yeah, signed the papers with him. And then as soon as it went to, like, it was about to get launched, he wasn't working there anymore, so my whole liaison the whole time had gone. And so I didn't even get an invite to the launch of the song like I was just watching on a web stream, them oh, like Roscoe, singing. That's <laughs> singing, so sad. Singing a song on the gold. Sarah I still haven't got a jumper. I feel like I should have a signed Ablett jumper from way back when it started, but I haven't got a jumper yet. Oh, like, that's really give sad. Give me something. Oh, mate. You know? That's anyway. so sad. Have you been to one of their games yet? And yeah, and absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Cool. Like walk, being in the MCG when they play on the G and them running out and then hearing. Hearing your song. I mean, that's basically the song's got, because I recorded it as well, so it's. My voice, like I did about 10 different voices and different harmonies and stuff and maybe one other, um, two other guys as well to get that big footy sound. And That's then, your voice? Yeah. So I just put on a big what? football voice and then... Oh, do you not know I sang it? No! Can you just, just wait one second? <laughs> what Hang the on. hell? <laughs> Our friendship's a lie. <laughs> Roscoe, that That's is you. <laughs> you sound like Superman <laughs> if I Superman did. sung. That is amazing. I was going for Superman vibes. Yeah. <laughs> that, so hearing yourself in the MCG 
super loud for the first time. What the hell? I, Were I you still, dying and yeah. cartwheeling inside at the same time? Absolutely. And it, it was just so <laughs> weird, like, being around, um, you know, some Gold Coast fans in the stadium and then looking at them and they're singing it and I'm going, this I wrote, is I wrote that. Weird. That's all me. It's all me, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. <laughs> I did this, yes. <laughs> Wow, that's incredible. People would think you were mad, I think, if you yeah. if you said that. Have you met any of the players or did you get a chance to meet any of the players at the time to be able to say I'm the guy that wrote the song that you sing now? The only person I've met is um, from the Gold Coast was actually Ablett and I actually ran into Ablett in a well, cafe. Only if you're going to meet someone from the Gold Coast <laughs> that's the one the time, it was Ablett. Was 100%. he lovely to you? Oh, he was an absolute sweetheart. Like he looks like he ran into nice. him at um, a cafe. I think it was like grilled burgers, and he's having <laughs> having I mean, a burger. That with... isn't a cafe, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> nice. Um, you make a good point, Amy. And um, yeah, he was having burgers with his girlfriend, and then just yeah. Oh, because at the time, how did you bring it up? Come on. No, but this is a whole another story because I've actually written this football anthem for the whole of the AFL that was really close to being released <laughs> by the AFL and this is a whole other story but I've got like tell it yeah so I got testimonials <laughs> from Ablett like Kevin Bartlett like Dougie Hawkins all these like mad people saying like Mark Robbins here and saying it was almost about to be their launch campaign for one of the season launches but and my song was called Australian Made and right at the minute last minute they got the rights to ACDC so I've got this like full film clip that I made in AFL studios and that's like yeah it's like it's like an interactive film clip with as an anthem so I'm going to actually try and maybe possibly you redo gotta... it and release it this year so what was that song for that was I was I just felt like there was a time for a, um, a new football anthem oh so this you was know? like the new up there yeah. Kazali yeah or... one day in September so sick of that song and you know and I just think that we do. Well, it's a fair point. We, we do, do need, need a, a new, new anthem. Yeah. And who the hell knows and who And I think you are now. the guy for the job. I'm going to get on it. Yeah, you yeah. get on it. I'm getting on I it. I mean, yeah. you've got five weeks. You've got a broken hand I mean, that, at the moment. Exactly Can't right. work. So when we asked you to come in as well and uh, tell us about writing this song, you just dropped randomly that you also nearly wrote the new Frio song when Frio were going to re-record theirs. Is that right? Yeah. So what happened there is that um, when Frio were about to – they were getting feedback from their fans that I think, oh, that you know, they wanted to change their song, and I got contacted by the AFL and then put in touch with Frio's managers, met with them, and I came up with two ideas for them. And I thought like one one I was really really happy with and one I wasn't so happy with, but I had to do it quickly. And then they put that with Eskimo Joe, a sped up version of the Frio track, and then the same version, and then my and my one, and then it got to a public vote. So I didn't obviously didn't win it, but they just went with the sped up version of the what they got now, which is just as terrible, if not more. But yours um, definitely would have been I've kind better. of come around to the weird Frio song. <laughs> no, coming? I don't Frio. like it. And I don't I think Frio. what also makes it worse is that they have those blow up anchors around their stadium now, which look very phallic. Oh and <laughs> I haven't noticed that. Well, you will now. I'm gonna have to look for that. Yeah. <laughs> Says something about our minds, Amy. Yeah, true. Uh, so, you, when you wrote the Frio one, did you go through a similar process as the Suns one? Yeah, same vibe on piano, and then just writing the brass section first, and then, and then putting it all together. And 
Oh, yeah. Mate. Do you so. still have it on like any file? Yeah, I'm sure I've got it somewhere. I would love to hear I've it. I've got it on an old Mac somewhere around. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I can find that. Yeah. Absolutely. I reckon you should put it up. I want to show you this. Because maybe it could be like one. the unofficial Frio anthem, which would maybe make them a bit cool. I like it. Like, didn't the guy from Bond or Tame Impala write a Frio? Didn't he write an alternative uh, Frio song as well? Maybe. I think maybe. Maybe. But you know how, like, the cheer squads sometimes write their own songs to, like, yell out, like, sure. when someone kicks a goal? Maybe you could, like, right. sell it to the cheer squad. So, like, the Richmond one. There's like a song about Dustin Martin. They've got one about Alex Rance. I but think maybe, just about every player. Yeah. But maybe you could sell yours to the cheer squad and they could. Absolutely. Well, I'm your manager know. now. Yeah, I um, know. That was, that was my next question. Or, Can you 10%. Be my or ra- rather than selling it, you could just start going to more Frio games and singing it as a part of the cheer squad. It's a real that commitment. That sounds like a nightmare. It takes a year, of, <laughs> a year of going undercover as a Frio fan. He's a busy man. I just I can't <laughs> sign up for that. And infiltrating. Have you watched a Frio game before? Oh, well. Oh. Uh, has this in Have any way... Have you been way... to Frio? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is... We're, we're, we're pro every team in this space. Yep. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Has this changed... <laughs> has this your changed your relationship with the Hawks anthem by any chance? Uh, not at all. I mean, yeah, I'm still a diehard Hawks fan, so nothing's going to change that. But, yeah, I do always want to see the Gold Coast win so they can sing it in the rooms. Because, yeah, the first time, again, that was a major spin-out too, seeing them singing in the rooms for the first time and just seeing players you absolutely adore just singing your song. You're like, what? If you could say to little Roscoe, one day Gary Ablett Jr. (laughs) is going to be singing a song that you wrote, what would little Roscoe say? I I still can't fathom it. It's just... Spins me out, really. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. And I think especially Ablett, because I've looked up to him for so long. And, yeah. I, and I'm really pleased to know that when you met him, he was really nice. Sorry? I'm really pleased to hear that when you met him, he was really nice to you. And that you were able to tell him that you wrote his song. Yeah, and I actually showed him the... Um, yeah, so at the time, I had my had an iPad with him, and I showed him the film clip of that <gasps> new... April anthem. So he gave that his stamp of approval and gave me a testimonial as well. So I've got that what on. What a nice boy. Yeah, he was just he was just too lovely, really. And the last question for you, have you ever used this to your advantage in that do you ever meet a person out and about and when you're trying on some pickup lines or anything, do you ever drop in? <laughs> have you ever dropped in? Have I? By I the way, you may, you, may, you may not have heard it played this year, but are you familiar with the Gold Coast <laughs> Suns theme song? <laughs> I have not used that as a pickup line, but I, yeah. How would you How would you even, oh, actually, if some, if I was talking to a girl and she was mad into footy, um, absolutely I'd bring it up. I mean, be rude not to. I'm not would rude. Be, it'd be a waste of yeah. opportunity, actually. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely would be. Single ladies, um, if you're listening, That's head to the old bar <laughs> basically any night of the week. And um, Roscoe will be there. Come get a selfie and I'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> Come get a selfie. Oh, Roscoe, thanks so much for coming and having a chat to us about it. Absolute pleasure. I can't you're wait to the best. hear the next uh, football anthem that you write because I think the it's chances gonna are there's going to be another one. Uh, look, it's going to be know, the AFL one. What time is it? It's July? I got yeah. a bit of broken hand at the moment, so I got some time <laughs> on my hands to, to well, one hand, time on a hand <laughs> to get some shit done. Yeah. Unreal.
so much for listening and hanging out with us. And thanks, as always, to Wet Lips for that sick tune. And also to Steph Hughes for all of our amazing artwork. Check it out on the socials. It's been nice hanging out with you, as always. Uh, You can rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And uh, you can also follow us on the socials. It's Twitter, at Fangirls Podcast, or Facebook dot com forward slash fangirls you can also get in touch with us on fangirlspodcast at gmail.com and just to be clear it is spelled fangirl f-a-n-g-r-r-r-l-s that is fangirls like right girls <laughs> if that makes any sense at all 